tēnā koutou, kia ora iho mā. Welcome back to the Who You Come Home podcast. It's been, I uh, haven't had one for a while, um, so sorry about that, but we've got a few uh, under under the way, um, wrapping up and getting edited, so um, look out in your uh, podcast for our folder over the next few weeks because we'll be dropping a few. But look, um, this is a short one. I just wanted to um, release a quick podcast <clears throat> based on, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, just based on the events that have happened in New Zealand in the last two weeks in light of uh, Stefan Molyneux and uh, Lauren Southern coming to New Zealand. A couple of things. Uh, I wanna, uh, I've got some quotes from the Sunday pro- uh, program that I'll, I'll, drop in a, uh, I'll drop in a sec. Um, but uh, I, I want to talk about this um, because of a couple of things. One, what they're on about. And then two, um, our pub, the public's response to these guys. So I, I, I just want to make a really brief comment about some stuff, and uh, and then talk about it. So first, here is first uh, Lauren Southern talking about the West, and Stefan Molyneux talking about um, race, facts, and brain sizes. <laughs> see right now the western world as one front we are fighting for one of the greatest civilizations that has ever existed and we're throwing it all away just for the idea that we need to be tolerant i've had a wide variety of experts on the show uh who have talked about the uh, fact that iqs do different uh, do differentiate between the races because i think that facts are important when it comes to talking about things like ethnicity and so this is very well understood very well studied it's- uh, so there you go, interesting stuff. So um, obviously uh, a lot of people, they think they have a right to speak because of free speech. Other people say that their right to free speech is imposing on their, is verging on hate speech, so they shouldn't be allowed to speak. So um, a couple of things I want to say about this. First, let me quote good old Solomon from the book of Proverbs, uh, one from chapter 17, verse 28, it says this, Even a fool is thought wise if he keeps silent, and discerning if he holds his tongue. And then from Proverbs 18 verse 7 says this, A fool's mouth is his undoing, and his lips are a snare to his soul. Here's what I don't like about the public of New Zealand, or some parts of the public, not wanting these guys to speak. Their speaking reveals their folly. uh, What they have to say uh, reveals A, the state of their heart, and B, uh, the authority from which they speak from, and C, how really silly it is in light of history in light of cultural context as well. So um, I think that these guys should have been allowed to speak. Um, I like some of the challenges that they give, and I hate most of it. Um, but here's what I want to say about um, about Lawrence Southern and, and Stefan Molyneux. They, they, essentially, they believe that, is, that the Western civilization is the be-all and end-all, the greatest civilization in the end of uh, 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 the greatest civilization in all of the earth. But here's the deal, guys. The West, the West is changing. I mean, I'm a follower of Christ. I, I believe in God's moving through history. I believe in the Holy Bible as God working with culture, within culture's worldview, revealing to cultures who he is. My understanding of the scriptures is that in a very, very big way, it is the story of God working with empire. Uh, work both 
what do I mean by that? He's both working with the empire and he's challenging empire and he's bringing down empire. When I see the book, the book of Daniel and the vision that Nebuchadnezzar have of this giant, you know, this giant statue that it was a representation of the different empires, Babylonian, Assyrian, Persian, Greece, Roman, whatever it was. Uh, and essentially those big empires were hit by a small stone. Those empires fell over and the small stone grew to become a mountain. This is a metaphor to me about what the Bible is all about, about what the history is all about, about what God's work in the world is all about. It is about what apparently small insignificant things hitting large structures, large empires that are in control of a massive amounts of people, bringing people into domination and rule. And here is a little uh, metaphoric rock of truth and righteousness and justice hitting the little toe, the little feet of these empires, and causing them to crumble. Now, the Western Empire is the largest empire the globe has ever known. It's reached the biggest, uh, yet um, like the Bible says, like history says, every empire ends. It eventually comes down. And the West is experiencing a moment where its global influence is not as wonderful as what it's perceived. Uh, and Lauren Southern and, and Stefan Molyneux are just grasping for power. Now, let me quote from my book, page 128, is a quote from um, Leslie Newbegin. This is what Leslie Newbegin wrote. The global expansion of Western power was neither new nor strange. It was one more example of a constant, repeated human experience. It has been perhaps the most far-reaching in history. It looms large in our view because it is the most recent of its kind. It is too near for uh, near uh, us to be seen in its true proportions or to be evaluated in all its mixture of good and evil. The only thing that can, can certainly be said about this chapter of human history is that it is over. Now, Leslie Newbegin wrote that in 1978 after living 40 years in India in a non-Western country and coming back to the West and seeing the West. So after 40 years living in India, he could see the West from what it was. We are now living 40 years after the time that he quote that, quoted that. And where he says we are too near or too close, that might have been the case back in the 70s, but now we know there are big Western assumptions that are not helpful for the world. The way we, um, the way we, the way our economics are run, the way uh, an unrestrained capitalism is uh, essentially running economic forces that destroy the globe. Ninety percent of China's waterways are polluted. Right, the world's made in China. Ninety percent of them are munted. Fifty percent of waterways in China humans can't even touch. Why? Because of economics and and capitalism, all based on a Western model. Anyway, all this to say is that Lauren Southern and Stefan Molyneux, they're grasping for power. <clears throat> when an empire, <clears throat> when things around are crumbling, a natural, normal human response is to go, help me, save me, demand, look for your foothold and hang on and survive. Their way of thinking, their, their rhetoric and their way of speaking is the belief that the Western Empire is the best empire, is the best world, is the best way, and therefore we've got to do our best to hold on to it. But it's crumbling. And it's right that it should crumble and that it should f fall. It's not It's not nice. It's not one, but there are, oh, there are other ways of what it means to be human. There are other ways of helping to see that which is right. And that's why these guys should be allowed 
That's why these guys should be allowed to speak, right? I think a couple of examples here. Uh, one is um, the Brexit campaign. Now, now, right, so Brexit is leaving the European Union all around economics and stuff like this. A year or two well, before Brexit, Scotland ran a referendum, right? Say, hey, should we be independent? Now, all of England was going, no, 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 don't be independent, don't be independent, be a part of the United Kingdom, all this sort of stuff. We don't want you to leave. Why do they not want them to leave? Because it looks bad for England. It looks like it's the United Kingdom, the great British, you know, United Kingdom is falling down, but no. So England wants Scotland to re remain in the United Kingdom. Now, go, go back now, and then England is getting out of the EU. They vote for Brexit. Why do they vote? Because they want their own cultural identity and they want their own economic viability and their own economic power. In other words, what it is, it's a sign of the great British Empire, once being the centre of the West, right, uh, no longer having, you know, the, 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 the British Empire going out, going out, investing into the world, all this sort of stuff, you know, running globalism and all this sort of stuff. Now it's a retreat, it's like now the world and the nations, we don't need you and we don't even want you, we just want ourselves. Now the same thing is with the Make America Great Again, All right? This is not a podcast for or against Donald Trump, but the idea of Make America Great Again, what is it about? It's about the great American West, which is now the center of Western civilization, grasping on and holding for its identity. Why? Because its identity is being challenged because what it's been saying about what the world is all about and what it shall be is no longer helping. China's going, well, stuff you, bro. Like, um, sorry, you're not so great. Or, or, or whatever it is. But the whole make America great thing is this. We once were this great economic empire. Let us go back to that. But, what the, but without the history and without the recognition and even without the science that the way America has become an American sorry, the way America has become a great empire is by <clears throat> screwing over the world, right? And what's happening is that it's all starting to bite. It's all biting back. So when these guys have this great thing that the American is the greatest, that the West is the best, um, it's, simply, it's simply not true, and that idea is being challenged. There are stuff in the Western world that I, I'm a Westerner, I love it. It's great. The Western world has brought uh, the good parts of globalization to the world. The fact that a lot of the world speaks English means that we can actually truly communicate, right? But what's happening is that we've got to the level of communication where now we need to learn from one another and how other forms communicate and all this sort of stuff. Second thing I want to talk about is what uh, Stefan Molyneux says about facts, right? He talks about that IQ is the basis of facts and reason, and reason is wonderful. And he talks about how because white people have bigger brains than black people, um, they're a lot more smarter, and that therefore the way that the white man runs civilization is better than the way the black man runs civilization. It's really, really absurd. But uh, but let me ask this question: Like, is it a fact that a white man knows if a, if a white man's got a bigger brain than a black man? Is it a fact that a white man knows more about being a black man? And the answer is simply, that's not true. In other words, facts, what we might uh, deem to be scientific facts, aren't the only viable measure of how to run and function a society. In another podcast I listened to of Stefan Molyneux, he says this, he says there's two reasons 
how change comes in society. Um, two major forces. The first one is force. So whoever has the biggest gun essentially wins, brings about change. And the second reason is through reason, through the ability to intellectually come up with an idea, prove it, and debate it. Right? His whole premise is based on a Socratic society based from the Greek the based from the Greeks. But here's what he doesn't say. Love is the way that as followers of Christ, change comes. He thinks that having the, the best ability to, in, to use your intellect, that having the right amount of facts and information or whatever, and whoever is in control of those facts, then that's the way change comes. There is a way change comes, but it's not the only and it's not the ultimate. Love is how God operates. <clears throat> Love is how he, uh, God desires ideas to come into this place into the world and things like this. Now, I'm just spouting off here, but I, I, I want to say this about that point, is that what's really got my girdle about these two is not these two. It's it's the way that even these two, they definitely speak hate speech, but then the answer from, you know, these guys in the alt-right, and then the answer from the alt-left is to speak hate speech back. And, you know, what I saw in the media of chant and of the abuse through the picket lines going the one way, A, that's not debate. B, it's the same thing. It's all hate. And I just, I, I, I don't like that. <laughs> I hate that. I, we should have the ability... Like, those guys aren't angry people. They come up with a, with their own logic and their reason. We should be able to listen to them. What we shouldn't do is scream off the top of our lungs, is, um, is blimmin' do bomb threats like the power station got. That's not the way of being a New Zealander. That's not what it means to be of this land and of this country. And what I want to say is this, particularly to those of you who follow Christ, man, the way things change is is by seeing worth and value and loving them through it loving 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 people that's the way change comes from the perspective and the paradigm of Jesus and I want to say to us as followers of Christ I want to say to you don't succumb to the ideas of the right and the left those things are things Christians are supposed to be everywhere in all things but speaking another way Another mode, another medium. Now, this is a little 20-minute rant, and if, if, if this has been all mumbly, then too bad, stuff it, I apologize. But hey, I just want to get a point across and say, hey guys, get a bigger perspective. It's, it's There's things happening in the world. There is there are, There are alternative voices to Western theology, Western philosophy, Western modus operandi that at this point in global history needs to be listened to needs to be brought into a power into a, into the places of decision making because it's all about bettering humanity so um, there's a little thought so take it or leave it but uh, anyway there's a little brief podcast for you this week so ka kite i hoa mai.